Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jill Bennett sitting in for Simi Sarah. Well, time to talk a little bit more about the price of groceries. And according to the president and CEO of Metro, Eric LaFleche says all major industry players need to sign on to the grocery code of conduct in order for it to be a success. He was speaking to MPs yesterday at a House of Commons Agriculture Committee meeting on stabilizing food prices. Now, he said Metro is willing to sign the code of conduct as it is currently drafted. Not so the from other executives. We've already heard from executives with Walmart Canada and Loblaws telling the committee they won't sign the code in its current form, saying they're actually concerned if they do, this could raise prices for consumers. So what happens next? Joining me to talk more about grocery prices and what is happening with the code of conduct is Alistair McGregor, the New Democrat critic of agriculture and food price inflation. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you so much, and good morning to you and your listeners. Good morning. Where do things stand then as far as coming up with a code of conduct with the main goal, stabilizing or even lowering food prices? Yeah, I think your intro said it perfectly. Uh, We currently have two holdouts. Uh, Walmart and Loblaw companies are are the big holdouts and discussions on a grocery code of conduct. And I think it's important to understand, like, why this conversation is going on. You know, for so many years, all of the primary producers, the suppliers, the food manufacturers, um, they've been dealing with a retail market that is controlled by just five companies. And because of that market dominance and power, uh, often those retail grocers have been able to impose hidden fees and fines on suppliers. And so there's been a huge power imbalance for, for many of our farmers and food manufacturers So by putting in a code, uh, the ultimate goal is to put in a level of transparency and trust for all players in the food supply chain. Uh, There was hope that this would be a voluntary code, and it's something that's been worked on for several years. But to have uh, both Loblaw and Walmart now express that they're going to step out of it is a very unfortunate setback. And it may, in fact, uh, force provincial and federal government's hands to make it a mandatory code because... There's just simply no way the code could be effective with those two big players uh, sitting out on the sidelines. What would the code actually do, though, when we're talking about consumers and the price of food? How would the code actually benefit consumers? Well, you have to understand that, like, you know, for food manufacturers, um, they, you know, yes, everyone knows the big players like, you know, Pepsi and Coca-Cola and General Mills. But actually, most of the Canadian market is made up of small to medium producers. Those are, you know, in the Fraser Valley, you would have many, many different companies that are operating. Uh, There's a huge power imbalance when they're trying to get their products on grocery retail shelves. And often, they just don't have the resources to fight the the power that the grocery retailers have. So by putting in uh, a transparent code so that everyone understands the rules that, you know, you're getting away from those hidden fees, I think anytime you put in transparency into the system uh, so that everyone can see, you know, how costs are being levied, 
I think ultimately that's going to be good for the consumer because, again, you know, there are all kinds of costs put onto food along the way. And I would argue that because, you know, 80% of our grocery market is dominated by just five companies, we need to sort of reset the pendulum so that consumers on one side are getting a little bit more of a fair advantage, but also the people who are trying to put their products on store shelves are also getting that fairness. Uh, what do you say, though, to uh, the comments from Galen Weston uh, when he spoke to the committee saying that this would actually make it so grocers couldn't uh, hold suppliers accountable if they needed to and that it would actually do nothing to bring down grocery prices? Well, you know, that's funny that he would mention that because we also heard from members of the industry working group who is working on the code. And they said uh, in a submission to the committee that contrary to Loblaw's claimed concerns, there is absolutely no evidence to suggest that the the code will raise food prices or negatively impact the ability of retailers to meet consumer demand. So I think uh, what you heard from Galen Weston is someone who's looking out for the interests of Loblaw, not necessarily for the interests of the greater public. The fact that, you know, three of his other competitors have said that they will sign on to the code and that they think it's a good thing, I think could put some strong doubt into any claims you're hearing from Galen Weston. So what happens at this point then where it seems like we're at a bit of an impasse with some saying, yes, we would sign this code, the other grocers saying, absolutely not, we're not going to sign it the way it is now. It would need to have some pretty significant changes for us to sign on. What happens at this point? Uh, That's a great question. I mean, that's something we definitely want to keep on the ministers about. It, It may ultimately, as I said before, force government hands to step in. Because I don't think you could have a viable system in place with both Loblaw and Walmart sitting on the sideline. And it would be patently unfair to the other companies who have made great efforts to sign on to the code. I mean, ultimately, you know, we, we want to get to a place where there is more transparency in the system. We know that there's important legislation uh, going through the House of Commons right now. It, in fact, just passed third reading yesterday to give more power to the Competition Bureau and strengthen our competition laws because I think ultimately, you know, our system lacks uh, competition, which we ultimately want to have in place to to lower food prices. Uh, Profits have been going pretty well for these companies for a long time, and I think it's time for us as policymakers to try and swing the pendulum back in the favour of consumers who for about two years now have been watching food price inflation just go completely out of control. Well, we will uh, continue to watch and see what happens with this. Alistair McGregor, thanks so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your interest. That is Alistair McGregor, the NDP critic of agriculture and food price inflation. Again, talking about a potential grocer's code of conduct.